0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Career Search podcast, aka the UCS podcast. As you all may know by now, we talk about life at Kelly, which includes dealing with the recruitment process, the successes and struggles of college, both in and outside the classroom, and most importantly, with the emphasis of keeping it unfiltered. I'm JP Suarez, and I'll be the host for today. And I appreciate all of you for tuning in on today's episode, as it's going to be a good one. Today's episode is about finding motivation after spring break, and what a better way to tackle this topic than by having two health educators from the Student Health Center joining us today. Today, there will be Genevieve Leib and Nico Rocha. Uh, Before we get right into it, I'll let them give a brief description of themselves so we can all get to know them a little bit better.
1: Yeah, hi everyone, my name is Genevieve and I am a Assistant Director for Health and Wellness at the Student Health Center. Uh, and I also teach um, as an adjunct faculty for the School of Public Health.
2: Hi everyone, my name is Nico. I am a, an undergraduate senior um, and also a peer health and wellness educator. Um, and so we work to connect students with health uh, services that the Student Health Center provides on campus.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again to both of you for joining us today and without further ado, let's jump right into it. So how can students find motivation, especially after spring break and get right back into the swing of things?
2: Um, I think the first thing that comes to mind is actually making sure you're able to take spring break to rest. Um, It's really I, I know myself as a senior about to graduate in May, I'm feeling the burnout and I am really looking forward to taking the spring break to to de-stress a little bit and rest. So that way, when I do come back, I can finish out those last, what is it? Seven weeks left of the semester. Um, Know that I caught up on some sleep, ate the right food, got to spend some some time socializing with, with my friends and my family.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that another piece that people often forget is you can just take one day at a time. You can take one hour at a time. And don't try to get overwhelmed by all the things that have to be done in that short amount of time, but just take, uh, set smaller goals, set uh, smaller um, timeframes to achieve all the things you need to achieve. And usually once you break things down a little bit, it will be less overwhelming, less stressful, and then easier to accomplish.
0: Of course, yeah. I could not have said it better myself. Nico, you touched up on this in your first response. What can students do to not experience burnout or to minimize it as much as possible?
2: Yeah, uh, there's a couple of things that come to mind. Um, The first one, I think, is setting boundaries for yourself. I, I think this is something that we're unfortunately not explicitly taught in any capacity, and we're also taught that boundaries exist on to other things and that they don't actually like exist within ourselves. Like we set those boundaries. So for example um, this is more has to do with like between two people, but you can set a boundary that's like, well, if this person is talking to me in this way, I'm going to walk away from that conversation. That's my boundary. Um, One that I set for myself for academics is that I don't do homework past a certain time in the night. 10, 11 o'clock, it depends each semester and what my schedule looks like. But there's a certain hour that I'm I'm finished doing my homework and I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to make sure I've eaten something. I'm going to go to bed at a reasonable hour and, and get that sleep. Um, I think we often negotiate and allow ourselves to to eat into our time to take care of ourselves. And it, it's, it's so important we, we are the most important things, not our grades, not the classes we're taking, we are.
1: Well, and I think that sometimes students may not know how to do all of those things that Nico just said. And so it's also, while students are here on the IU campus, it's an opportunity for them to start learning those skills, learning how to set those boundaries, and so, mm-hmm. If, there, if this is something that a student is having trouble figuring out how to do that and figuring out how to set that schedule, the health center provides a, a few different options that can really help assist with fostering those skills. And so one of them is, is health coaching. And so health coaching isn't about anything specific. Students can come and every student gets one meeting free and so what we what we do is have a student come they tell us what's going on with them we get to know them a little bit better and and we better understand what they're needing at that moment and what kind of goals that they would like to set and so then we basically walk them through how to set a goal that fits with their needs and their life. And so if somebody is trying to figure out how can I set those boundaries, this is a really good opportunity to have somebody, and this is a full-time staff member, sit down with them and, and help them through that and ask some questions that they might not have thought about. But at the same time, if it's eating healthier, or something relating to nutrition that they're wanting to work on. We also have registered dietitians that they can meet with as well to really work on those and and foster those skills and learn more about what is best for their body. Because like Nico was saying, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not eating well, if you're not sleeping, that's going to negatively impact your school your school life and and in the future too. And so we really want to make sure students are building those skills so that once they graduate and either go to graduate school or get placed in a workplace environment, then they can actually thrive successfully um, as an adult and know how to balance everything and know how to set those boundaries.
0: Yeah, Of course, I find myself in the position, sometimes as a student, we all get caught up in our extracurriculars or in our classes, and it's easy to detach yourself and not set those boundaries. And either, you know, you got to get the assignment in, but no, you got to really prioritize whether it be your sleep, nutrition. So Genevieve, you mentioned some of the resources that are currently available for students. Are there any additional ones that, that you'd like to address or hit
1: on? Yeah, another really good opportunity is to engage with this App that you can download onto your phone called WellTrack that's available for free uh, to IUB students. And so it's designed to help you understand your mental health and provide you with with help with what you might need right now. And so it's a really great tool for you to um, really engage with. Um, And I'm not sure if a lot of people know what cognitive behavioral therapy is, but it's to identify different behaviors um, and really work towards um, understanding them and addressing issues, for example, stress um, and how to be more resilient um, and and managing anxiety and depression. And so this is a really great self-guided interactive way to manage your mental health. And I think that this would be a really great way if people, um, if students are, are maybe not ready to get support through CAPS or other mental health services on campus, whether that's in CAPS or in maybe a cultural center. And so this is a really good option um, as well.
0: Awesome. So now that we've uh, addressed some of the resources, what are some upcoming events on campus that would be helpful for students to know of?
2: So coming up just, two weeks or a week, uh, after spring break on April 5th, 6th, and 7th, um, we will be doing GYT, get yourself tested, get yourself talking. And so we're going to be providing free, uh, gonorrhea and chlamydia testing, as well as free HIV testing. We also promote a uh, various other topics related to, to sexual health, um, including things like masturbation, period po- positivity, um, and queering sex Said is, is, another one that, that we'll be having this year. Um, it's a great uh, way to get some free safer sex supplies, get tested for free and, and get connected with the, with the Pee Wees and the, the Student Health Center.
1: And the reason why this is this event is two weeks after spring break is because students tend to have fun over spring break, whatever that might mean to them. Um, and so it takes about two weeks to, um, to, to get a positive test result for an STI. And so if a student is engaging in sexual activity and they come back, they might be actually really stressed that they engaged in an activity that's going to, that potentially would cause an STI. And so they, uh, they potentially are going to be very distracted at school, not being able to focus on their coursework or their internships or whatever it might be. And so being able to provide them an opportunity for free testing to either, tell them you are negative you're good Um, but also if they are positive being able to provide that free um, treatment for them as well takes a huge amount of stress off their shoulders and is really important and when we're talking about overall stress and, and well-being with students there's so much stuff going on that Even when it comes to sexual health, that can impact their school work um, and their overall mental health negatively and positively. And so we are trying to figure out how holistically can we support students and decrease stress? And this is one of the ways is making sure that activities and educational opportunities. Another activity or event that's coming up soon is the plant challenge. And what it's asking individuals to do is try to eat more fruits and vegetables. And so things that are coming out of the ground, (laughs) plants. Um, And so if you are interested in, in, in that, you can go to the IU health student health center website and find out more information. And that's starting in April. Um, And that's always fun to try to incorporate new foods and, and increase your, um, plant intake and so check out the website for that and for GYT um, that will be in for the IMU from 11 to 3 on April 5th through the 7th.
0: Yeah as you as you both said these resources are essential for just students just for to either have peace of mind or to know what further resources they can get to help because we just want them to as you know, focus on themselves and their coursework and to just not be stressed. So all these resources are great in terms of minimizing stress, as you all know. So very good to know, because I'm sure several students were probably unaware of those those helpful resources that that we do have on campus. So with IU recently lifting the mask mandate earlier this month and making it optional instead of mandatory, how is that affecting students and their mental health?
2: Yeah, so the... That decision, what it effectively does is places the burden of responsibility away from the institution and onto individuals. And I would say because of that, it has a massive impact on on students' mental health and well-being. Um, I think a concern I've I've had in particular is knowing how many of my peers are um, immunocompromised and how much this then puts them at risk. And so that is going to have a a, a huge impact on, you know, what are you thinking about as you're sitting in class? Are you too stressed to concentrate because you're thinking about that person um, who chose not to wear a mask? And to be frank, places, um, yeah, a lot of stress on students um, and a pretty heavy burden.
1: Like Nico said, there are people who have a different health Things going on for them. And we need to take that into consideration. And there have been lots of students who have expressed concern about people not being required to wear masks anymore, to the point where they're wondering how um, they're going to engage in different activities on campus and engage in Mm -hmm. classrooms. And I think that one of the pieces about being on a residential campus, which IU is, is having all these other really great opportunities to engage with um, your community on campus and also to be able to engage with people in the classroom. And so there is a, an increased amount of stress. And what I think is really important, especially after spring break, after lots of people are traveling, is really working on how to have that just assertive communication on setting those boundaries with individuals saying, I would be happy to meet in person, but I would really appreciate it if you could wear your mask when we're meeting um, and and advocating for yourself if that is something that you are concerned about. And I know that not all students are concerned about um, wearing a mask or not wearing a mask, but there are a good chunk of students that are very concerned. And so it's also about respecting people if they would like to wear a mask or if they feel more comfortable for you also to be wearing a mask. And so it's really about just being respectful and understanding that all of our decisions and actions impact other people in different ways. And the stress of people not wearing a mask could and often has affected individuals' mental health significantly which as we've mentioned multiple times already if somebody is stressed about something else that will also impact aspects of their life Um, and so we want to make sure that students are feeling good and and able to de-stress as much as possible when focusing on their academics and other parts of their life while they're here
0: yeah personally from when i've spoken with with peers and my friends The recurring thing that I have noticed for those who want to wear masks is they feel that pressure of not being able to or not wanting to because they don't want to be the odd one out. So we want students to feel accepted. We want students to feel comfortable and not have that stress or burden of not being able to do something just because from the majority standpoint, they're not choosing to do so.
1: And it's so, totally okay if you're exactly, the yeah. one wearing a mask. And so I think it's really important for students to hear that. Like, it is okay for you to wear a mask, even if nobody else is wearing a mask.
0: Earlier, we mentioned on setting boundaries and taking care of ourselves. But besides that, what other habits can students start to work on now that can be implemented in their daily lives after
2: college?
1: I think that there's a lot of different strategies that students could use and I think it's really important to figure out what's best for each individual. Everybody is different, and what works for them is going to be different. Uh, so what works for you and Nico may not work for me, or vice versa. And so it's really important to see all the options and and try all the options out. And so, for example, like I really love to go on walks, and one of the things, especially as it's starting to get warmer and flowers are starting to you know pop up from the ground walking on campus is a really nice way to relax and de-stress. but there's also exercising, going to the gym. Sometimes it's not always for physical health. It's also for mental health. And so if you like to go to the gym, like that's a really great option or going swimming. Um, but there's also meditation. Um, there's a wide range of different ways to meditate and there's a a ton of free apps that you can download or even look on YouTube uh, for free meditation um, if you want something guided. Um, I Also, people like to do yoga. People like to run. I mean, there's so many different things. Sometimes people just like to go and sit in nature or sit by uh, a body of water that's nearby. Uh, there's a wide range of different ways to de-stress. That doesn't mean going to therapy. I mean, I think therapy is a really great um, opportunity for students to really engage with their own internal stressors that they're going through, and also a really great opportunity to figure out how to cope um, and work on those different stress management skills. Um, But if you're not ready to do that, there's lots of other ways to work on your stress and try to decrease them, um, and sometimes listening to music's really good. Like I love listening to music. Um, taking your dog on a walk or playing with an animal um, is also some really helpful tools and tricks um, to decrease your stress. But there's a wide range of different options. And what I would suggest is if you go to the Student Health Center's website uh, under Year of Wellness, there's a bunch of different tips and resources on what you could do and try to help you manage your stress in a wide range of different areas of your life. Yeah, I think Genevieve said it really well and that de-stressing
2: is going to look very different for each person. And it's also going to be impacted by that person's like abilities. Um, And so walking around campus might not always be an option for you, whether that isn't physically an option or you don't have the time to, Um, but know that there are other like ways to engage in de-stress even along your walk to class. I really enjoy breathing exercises um, and these can be something that you make up that kind of slows you down. a good one is breathing in for four counts, holding for four counts and breathing out for four counts. That's a great one. Um, And I think there's also a lot of strategies to de-stress very like in the moment, if you are feeling really like panicky and in a particular moment, the breathing exercises are great. Some people advocate for a cold shower or putting, um, you know, holding onto an ice cube because it'll reset like your nervous system um, and help you come back into your, your body and, and where you are. Um, another one similar to that is looking around a room and naming um, three things that you can hear, three things that you can see, three things that you can smell, three things that you can touch, um, and that kind of can recenter
1: you and reground you into the moment in a particularly stressful situation. Absolutely, and I also think it's important to mention that sometimes hanging out with friends is a really good way to de-stress. Yeah. To get your mind off of whatever is going on can be really helpful. So I know a lot of students and people who are older, they they like to watch Below, the, below Deck uh, because it's mindless television. And it's just like, well, you know, I, they totally forget what's going on outside of that television show. Just like all of the, uh, what are they called? The Real Housewives shows. It's mindless television or just something that can take your mind off of, whatever is stressing you out, can help you relax and reset yourself. Um, And it's really like, I really want to stress that it's important to find what works for you. um, And making sure that it is something that really is effective for you and not something that somebody is putting on you to do because everybody is different.
0: For sure. Yeah, you both, once again, hit it home with both responses. I personally have found, specifically with the gym, it was one of those things that I did at first for physical health. But now I would argue that it's more for mental health, just because when I'm there, Genevieve, you really, it's as if you took the words out of my mouth. I, When I go to the gym, it's one of those things that I go there and I'm in like just mental peace zone is how I like to say. Like I just tune out. I, whether it be running, exercising, playing, playing soccer, like it's just in that time, I'm in my own thoughts. And it's just very interesting once you do find that that one hobby or habit that you pick up. And it's just a great way to just, you know, tune out for just whether it be 30 minutes or an hour a day, which I do think is important for everyone, just because it really does help with stress. And as I also want to reiterate, you both touched upon it, but everyone's habits or hobbies will be different. So it's just a matter of being able to try new things, because there's always something for everyone. It's just a matter of discovering it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, some people like to de-stress by engaging in religious practices in some capacity, you know, and as somebody who is Jewish, you know, when I was in grad school, I loved going to Hillel and engaging in those services because that was my time to de-stress. And so if, if that is something that works for you, like, that's great. That's wonderful. If that's something that you want to do. And I also want to just bring up something that Nico said earlier um, that's in connection to this question is that sleep is also a huge huge piece of um, de-stress and and decreasing anxiety if you get a good full night sleep Uh, and so it's sleep is is really great for lots of reasons
0: yeah that's the one thing i've tried to put more effort as of recently because no matter what you want to do in the day, no matter how many tasks or things you want to accomplish, if you're not well rested, it'll be impossible to do those effectively or efficiently. So besides the resources that you both mentioned earlier, are there any other at the Student Health Center that students should be aware of?
2: Yeah, so we offer a wide range of of health resources. And it's important for students to know that if they're looking for something, they should definitely check us out to see if we have it. Um, Some of these resources include uh, nicotine cessation. Um, So if you are somebody or you know somebody who um, wants to get in control of their nicotine habit, um, we have so many resources and different counseling um, that we offer around that. Um, We also have things like uh, nutrition counseling and we have registered dietitians who can meet with you and figure out what, um, looks best to you, like, and and like a nutrition um, context and, and getting help
1: with finding a balanced diet, um, things like that. Yeah. And so there's also, uh, like I've said before, there's caps, um, to focus on, on your mental health, but we also have a wide range of other medical, um, providers um, and support that exists in the health center. And so there's um, there's places like the, the eye clinic, the pharmacy, and then a wide range of different medical ser- uh, services that the health center can provide, uh, similar to a primary physician. Uh, and so one thing that I really wanna point out is that there is um, a gender affirming care team at the health center. And so if you are somebody who identifies as trans or non-binary, um, And you are interested in getting gender-affirming care the health center provides that Um, and then within the health and wellness department we provide you know a lot of what Nico was saying and we also provide uh, safer sex express which uh, provides students free safer sex products uh, um, at no cost to them and we will either mail them to their, their house off campus or on campus or they can come and pick them up and so there's a really great range of different services, um, as well as um, the Sexual Violence Prevention Office. And they uh, there's also SACS, um, which provides um, counseling for individuals who are survivors of sexual violence. Um, and so there's a wide range of different ways that the health center can support students holistically um, from a health perspective, which having understanding and comfort about different elements of their health all will contribute to decreasing stress and really make sure that they are ready to go to do their classes and do their schoolwork um, and feel good about themselves.
0: Yeah, I honestly was unaware of the wide range of resources, but I appreciate you both sharing your insight and giving details on those. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to tune in to the Kelly to Careers event on April 1st with the topic being Mental Wellness, Healthy Coping for Job Search Stress. On March 30th, there will be the 2022 IU Career Development Center Summer Jobs and Internship Fair, and that event will also be held in person. For more information on these events, such as time and place, or if you're interested in looking into any further upcoming events, be sure to go to our Kelly Connect website, which is careers.kelly.iu.edu. Don't forget to follow us on IG at Coaches to be up to date on all of our posts. And don't be a stranger. Feel free to DM us if you have any questions. On that note, I wanted to personally thank Genevieve and Nico for taking the time today and sharing with us their insight on mental health and all the great resources that are available for students at IU. We appreciate you all tuning in and hope you're able to leave this episode with a handful of takeaways. We'll catch you next time.